the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Let Us Reason, a Christian-Muslim dialogue with host Al Fadi. Let Us Reason is a unique show utilizing theology, apologetics, and evangelism to reach Muslims for Christ by comparing and contrasting Christian and Muslim doctrines. And now, your host, Al Fadi. Well, good morning, everyone. Hope you're having a fabulous, fabulous uh, uh, Saturday. Uh, This is the first Saturday of the new year, 2020. May this year be a rich blessing to all of you. Thank you, of course, for taking the time uh, to even uh, listen uh, to this podcast, uh, which is really, um, uh, you know, a hallmark and a special one uh, for me, at least, because this marks, technically speaking, the beginning of New Year. But also, we are already into our, uh, towards the end of our first quarter of the sixth year, year number six to be on the air. And uh, there's another special reason uh, also that's uh, kind of like a uh, personal one. And three days from now, I'll be celebrating my birthday. So I am uh, thankful uh, to be able to share it with you as well. Today, all we're going to do is just reflect back on the goodness of God um, in the history of Sirah in general, and at least on some of the highlights of last year, 2019, which, by the way, has zipped by so fast. It's uh, it's amazing how every year uh, I started to notice years finish faster than the year before. Now, maybe some of you are experiencing a similar feeling, but uh, whatever the case might be, we are so thankful that we serve an amazing God uh, who has given us this privilege uh, to breathe, uh, to live, and to serve. With that, uh, I would like to at least start by giving thanks to my Lord. So, Father, we thank you so much for your goodness. Thank you for who you are, Lord. Thank you for the greatest gift that you have bestowed upon humanity, and that's to send your only begotten Son to die on the cross for our sin, to make him your lamb, the lamb of God that take away the sin of the world. Father, thank you for your Holy Spirit who convict us in our hearts of sin, right judgment, and righteousness, Lord. So I am so thankful that I was one of those who were convicted, one of those who heeded to your voice, one of those who obeyed and followed Jesus Christ, the way, the truth, and the life. Father, we pray for those who have yet to make that decision, that may this year, this new year, be the beginning of literally a new life for them, that they would be born again in Christ. We ask all of this in Jesus' name. So thank you again, as I said, for your partnership with us. Thank you for your support, your prayers, and your encouraging words 
and I meet many of you at different venues and conferences and churches and um, some even approach me. And I want to apologize to all of you in advance. Uh, don't expect me to be able to tell who you are unless you identify to me. I know a handful of people, but that doesn't mean there isn't a lot of silent warriors like you who are behind me. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. And uh, really, this is a, um, a word that comes not just from me, but from my entire team. Now, uh, back to the journey that we have, at least with CIRA. Since 2010, I became a full-time missionary, and that meant walking away from a six-figure job in engineering field. That meant walking away from decades of experience in that field. But that meant also that the calling was so clear, that the calling was so loud, that the calling was so focused, that it would have been hard for me to ignore my Lord's calling. I, I have to admit, it wasn't an easy uh, step to take, uh, considering uh, just the human uh, you know, side of me, the frailty of that hum human side, uh, the worries, the, the concern. Uh, sometimes the enemy wants you to doubt that this is indeed your calling. But looking back today, 10 years later, I can assure you that uh, the Lord showed up and showed up in a big way. And uh, there is no excuses for me to doubt for one second that he wasn't there. He is a faithful God. He sticks to his promises. He never wavers in his own word. And if he tells you that this is the call that I have for you, you, you better you know, rest assured yourself that this is the perfect one for you. I know sometimes we want to do things and we think like that's what we feel we want to do, but it's not really about the feeling, it's about the calling. And the beauty about our Lord's calling is that when he calls you to something, he knows already that you are going to doubt that particular aspect of the calling because it is out of your comfort zone, it is out of what you're used to doing, it is out of your strength and element, but that's the beauty about it. The Lord wants to show you his power through your weakness. That's what the Apostle Paul says. When I'm weak, I'm strong. Why? Because God's power emanates through all of this. And that's true for me. And I'm sure it's true for many of you who are reflecting back on your own journey and your own ministry and listening to me today. So thank you again. Um, since we launched Sira as a ministry, the name used to be the Center for Islamic Research and Awareness. It still is, of course, but we shortened it a couple of years after that, uh, around 2014, uh, to CIRA, C-I-R-A, as an acronym. Uh, international, the word that was added. Uh, since we noticed, really, the impact that uh, CIRA is doing through media is not local and is not national, but it's indeed international. Now, CIRA does three primary things. I mean, I, I would say, uh, let me start by saying, CIRA does one important focus and that's to teach but it does the teaching in three primary ways the first primary approach for teaching is the teaching in person and of course in the past i used to say in person meaning me physically being there with you in the room uh, whether it's a seminar a conference a church uh, a seminary for instance uh, a bible college a classroom setting you name it 
But these days, uh, in-person includes also some technological platforms like Skype, for instance, or Zoom. We do a lot of these Zoom training and be praying, you know, as I, as I share today, I'm going to give you some insights about future things. Be praying uh, for a new thing that will be launching, Lord willing, this year, hopefully even this month, and that's a monthly or bi-monthly webinars via Zoom. We're still debating the frequency, and uh, we want to make sure once we start with something, we do not change it later. It's I, I always err on the side of caution. I, I prefer usually to start slow and see how things are going versus starting big and then get fatigued, or at least uh, things are not going in the direction that we hoped for. So most likely it will be, let's use the rule of thumb, once a quarter, we are going to do Zoom webinars. What do I mean by that? There'll be a specific topic that will be announced. We are going to find ways to try to share it with people. Uh, maybe we'll have a sign-up sheet uh, online for people to sign up or register for it. But we're still working towards that end. But we will find ways, different ways to announce it to people. And then people will receive an invitation. They can basically click on that invitation. If they have Zoom, they're right into the uh, seminar room. It's a virtual room, of course. If they don't have Zoom, it will prompt you to download it. It's a free, by the way, software. Or if you're using a smart uh, phone or smart uh, iPad, or something similar to that, it's a free app. Uh, so I don't want people to think like they're spending any dime on something like this. Now, they do have um, Zoom Pros and things like that. That's that's your choice if you feel like you want to use it. I use Zoom all the time for many things, not just for teaching. Uh, and I feel the need, of course, for having something that will allow me different uh, venues, uh, basically. So uh, that's something that we're going to start utilizing to train people on specific topics or to do general seminars. All of it, of course, it would be related to the topic of Islam and Christianity, the topic of evangelism and apologetics, of course. So we want you to be aware of that. The other thing that I would like for you to pray about uh, is that we are already contemplating the launch of an online church uh, and an online Bible study using the same venue, which is Zoom. The Bible study will be for believers. The primary focus is going to be for Muslims, uh, basically, who are followers of Christ. And uh, uh, the online church is hopefully will attract, you know, some seekers, uh, whether from Muslim background or other backgrounds. We're debating whether it's done in Arabic only, in English only, or a combination of the two. We don't know how that would play out, but we are prayerfully considering launching this year, giving it a test a trial run and see what we can learn from that. But we do want to be uh, keep putting it back in the, in the back burner, I should say, and uh, keep overlooking, you know, taking advantage of the technology and what we can do with that. The, um, the other aspect, so that, that's how Sira teaches. Uh, the, the other aspect of the teaching has to do with media, which is one of those venues is the podcast that I'm talking to you. Uh, I'm talking, uh, uh, you know, uh, to you through right now. So, um, the uh, first venue that Sierra used in media is satellite programming. And the satellite programming typically is done in a combination between Sierra and another partner who have access to these satellites. Most likely it's done in Arabic, uh, you know, at least the 
I would say two-thirds of these programs that I do over satellite are in Arabic, uh, in, in modern Arabic or in, in dialectical Arabic like my own Saudi dialect, and few are done in English. Now, let me just uh, say this. The reason why I love the English side of things is that there is a lot of Muslims, believe it or not, majority actually of Muslims in the world that do not speak Arabic. Arabic is not their native tongue. And even if they are learning to speak it, it's not really going to be as easy for them to comprehend it as someone who is native born into it. So some of them, English is becomes their second language. And we want to maximize the reach to them. And here I am, someone who is an Arab, someone who grew up in Saudi, the heartland of Islam, born there, raised there. Uh, and at the same time, someone who the Lord has blessed me with the ability to communicate in English. Why not? share in English with them uh, the things that we know about the primary sources of Islam that they don't have access to, trying to show them that what you're told is one thing, what your religion is teaching is another, and at the same time explain to them why Christ is the answer to all of that. And we've been getting a lot of interactions with many of them who have definitely been overwhelmed by the information that is being shared by myself and others like me. I want to be careful not to uh, make it sound as if I'm the only person, but I'm not aware of any other person who is a former Muslim from an Arab background that is doing this. So uh, it could be that I am the only one from that background. But I know there is a lot of uh, wonderful brothers and sisters in the Lord who has been also doing things in English. But obviously, when you come from a Saudi background, an Arab background and a Muslim background, it kind of like brings in a heavy hand, uh, you know, into the matter and it causes, you know, the Muslims who are non-Arab speakers to ponder really what's going on. So uh, the satellite programming is one of it. Also, the YouTube channel, which we launched in 2016, is becoming now the uh, hallmark, really, of our media. We do a lot of videos. Uh, for instance, um, we have launched... Uh, you know, more than 160 videos. If you go to our channel, CIRA International, uh, that's C as in Charlie, C-I-R-A International, and uh, that's a YouTube channel. When you go there, you'll see that at least we're uh, probably pushing beyond 160, but that doesn't mean that's all the videos we have. We have a backlog that is approaching at least, maybe even exceeding 150 more videos. If we are to continue with the same release rate, which is one video per week, which mean, uh, this means that we have at least three years worth of videos. So that's another problem that we're excited about that is prompting us now to consider releasing two videos per week to shorten that amount of time. And we may even approach the need to do three videos per week, but we are still working towards that. And if we do something like this, meaning three we uh, videos per week, we may have to do it in a thematic way, like the Monday videos will be evangelistic videos, the Wednesday videos might be an apologetic videos, and you know the Friday videos may be a discipleship videos. Um, we're still working through all of these nuances, but we're excited uh, to have those kind of issues, me and my team, to begin to consider. Also, Sira is considering to have a makeshift mini studio where um, we can set up from anywhere, actually, not necessarily into the actual physical studio itself. That's something that we are, uh, you know, been planning for, 
and we are in the process of uh, uh, purchasing the equipment. Thank you for uh, givings from people like you who enabled us uh, to be able to plan for that and budget for it. But we pray also that you will consider helping us uh, you know, maintain uh, the cost for these uh, equipments and even upgrading because we still need to get a computer now that is compatible with that and uh, get a couple of uh, decoration items like a backdrop and, uh, and other things to make it look as professional as possible. Uh, so if the Lord puts it in your heart that you want to know more about these things or where to give, um, you can always go to our YouTube channel and give as a Patreon patron or through PayPal, or you can contact us directly through our website, Sierra International. Anyway, the Lord puts you in heart. Please let us know. And if you're somebody who knows how to connect with me directly, uh, please also feel free to do so. And so the, uh, the, uh, the YouTube is another venue that is becoming very important. We do a lot in English in YouTube, but we are excitingly uh, going to launch our Arabic YouTube channel as well. We have at least 50 plus videos in Arabic that are waiting to be launched. However, the Arabic is always unique. It requires cooperation with other in the ground ministries in the Middle East that can do follow-ups with seekers. And that's where we're at right now. We're finalizing our agreement basically with a wonderful follow-up team uh, in the region. And their job would be to begin to uh, advertise for these uh, for these uh, Arabic videos, attract people, interact with them, and then meet with those who are genuinely seeking. And we pray that the Lord will bring some of them to know him as well. I'm drinking my coffee and enjoying uh, this recording. The other thing that we've been doing media-wise, obviously, is the podcast, the one that I am using right now. And this is the uh, another uh, really exciting venue that it's been used since October 4th, 2014. That's why I was saying we're entering, uh, you know, our sixth year, year number six, and we're almost wrapping up the first quarter of that particular, uh, of this particular year. All that to say is that the podcast is going and going strong. And the platforms where you can go and listen to our archived show from the beginning, from October 4, 2014 until today, um, includes um, Omni Studio, includes SoundCloud, includes iTunes, includes Spotify, and many other uh, venues that I honestly, I can't even remember the names, but you can go on Google, uh, Let Us Reason with Al-Fadi, or Let Us Reason, a Christian Muslim Dialogue with Al-Fadi. Uh, or just let us reason Al-Fadi and most likely will take you to one of those platforms and you'll be able to listen to anything you want. Uh, we do the best we can to give titles to all of these um, uh, shows and even a brief description when possible to enable you to understand the content behind this particular podcast. And if it is multi-part, meaning part one, part two, part three. Which, speaking of that, by the way, we have started it uh, before Thanksgiving, a multi-part uh, podcast series on Islamic end times. And then we also took a detour after the killing of uh, Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi and tied that into also end times and this series. And we're going to come back and really wrap it up. I think we, we need probably another 
two, possibly three podcasts to finish it. We will be doing this fairly soon within the next maybe couple of weeks, hopefully even in January if we could. Now, um, back again to the podcast. Uh, I can you know, assure you that the podcast is a dream come through. I remember uh, always, uh, you know, wondering if I can ever do a radio show that will enable me uh, to uh, reach the masses. And by the grace of God, we are able to do so through this particular podcast. And I'm thankful for the management of the studio, the radio studio, uh, and the team uh, who believed in the cause and believed in the message and believed in me and gave me this wonderful platform. And we're so thankful that it's still going. And, um, you know, there, there, is, there is possibly another podcast uh, coming soon. Uh, it, it, you know, by the time I'm talking to you right now, it's quite possible that I, we already signed the deal or we're finalizing a deal. If, if that would be the case, uh, I am going to share more details as it becomes reality. I know I mentioned that before. Uh, this second podcast is not going to be purely about apologetics or Islam. It's going to be Bible and theology in particular. So it's more of a discipleship side of things for everybody, not just for any particular group. So that's the second part of how Sira does its teaching. The first part is the in-person. The second part is via media. And not to mention, of course, part of the media, which is the satellite, the podcast, the YouTube, is also Facebook. And I am still trying to figure out ways to use Instagram. But Facebook has been definitely a uh, testing ground for topics. Uh, we uh, ask a question, simple questions usually, begin to see the interactions from our uh, Muslim friends and, and followers, and uh, we begin to dis, uh, judge and discern if such a topic is worthy of doing videos about. And a few times we were able to really uh, capitalize on the opportunity and doing specific videos on specific topics that were used at least as posts on Facebook. Now, Facebook also has been a blessing, but also at times Facebook has also been a drag. A couple of times we were blocked by the Facebook team or community standard team because they received complaints from our Muslim friends and sadly, they don't have real humans who can review our posts, so they rely on uh, computers and, um, uh, you know, uh, basically, uh, int uh, I should say, artificial uh, intelligence. And uh, a couple of times, these measures kicks in just because the amount of complaints that they receive, and it assumes that we're doing something wrong, and we were blocked, and that kind of slowed down our ministry for few days and one time it was for a few weeks but we're so thankful that um, nothing like this had happened at least as of yet doesn't mean it won't happen by the way it was a lesson for us to realize that we need to be always prepared with other venues so all that to say is that we're thankful that the lord is using these massive platforms international platforms to allow us to reach to other parts of the world for instance uh, you know, I'm going to try to uh, at least go to uh, Facebook and uh, uh, find out maybe uh, next time to give you a report on, and even from YouTube, about the numbers. Which countries are we reaching? Uh, who are the highest responses that we're getting from? The average watch of our videos, for instance, 
uh, whether on YouTube or on Facebook and many other things. So all that to say is my time is up and I'm so thankful for your partnership and I appreciate all that you have done for us and continue to do. We ask you to uh, prayerfully consider to becoming a regular supporter of our ministry, uh, whether supporting me, myself as a missionary, supporting the ministry itself, supporting the video projects and the media, whatever the Lord put in your heart, you can contact us directly through sirainternational.com. That's C as in Charlie, C-I-R-A International. Or you can give as a Patreon patron uh, as little as $1 and as much as the Lord put in your heart on a monthly basis. You can do that through the YouTube channel, Sierra International, or you can do it through PayPal. Thank you so much. May this year be a blessing to you all. God bless and take care.